Hey, welcome back, guys. Defining Truth, Episode 9. If you don't already, give us a follow, subscribe on YouTube, listen, give us a thumbs up, all that good jazz, and please share. We have some great content on here, really interesting conversations, especially today. Brandon, lead us into today's topics. Yeah, so three things. Uh, first is going to be the LA Times denies submitting questions to the White House ahead of a press conference. Then we'll talk about the uh, Department of Justice challenging the Tennessee law prohibiting transition surgeries and hormones for minors. And then we're going to follow. Uh, we're going to end it with the whistleblower who told Congress that the government is delivering migrant children to human traffickers, mm. playing the middleman in the uh, human trafficking trade. So big uh, stuff going on. Yeah, let's look at, let's get right into it. Uh, we're going to talk about the L.A. Times denying uh, submitting questions to the White House prior to a press conference. Apparently, there's photos that came out of the president's note card, which listed a general summary of the reporter's questions. And the L.A. Times has been accused of and is now denying that they submitted questions to the White House ahead of uh, Wednesday's press conference and uh, the president's cheat sheet. So, like, give us the gist of, like, what, what, what happened there for everybody listening. Like, so normally, like, it's normal to get a heads up on certain questions. They're usually general. Like, during, during my congressional campaign, I'd, I'd get topics like, you know, hey, we might ask you about energy or the economy or the border. Yeah, I mean, like generally that. you get kind of like, I mean, it's, it's the political game, right? Somebody wants to interview you or somebody wants access to you. Um, you kind of want a heads up on what they're going to get asked so you don't, you know, get get thrown a curveball. That's not the issue. So, and, and right. the White House's response to this was that, well, he would he had just prepped for the press conference. Uh, this is not the first time that this has happened, by the way. So, the small picture, or excuse me, the small paper not only included a picture of the reporter, along with the pronunciation breakdown of her last name, but it was uh, listed with question one handwritten at the top of the sheet indicating that the president should call on her first at the conclusion of her, of his remarks. His sheet said, quote, how are you squaring your, and you and your capitalized, uh, domestic priorities like wow, re reshoring semiconductor manufacturing. With they're really spelling it out for him. Huh? Yeah, yeah. How are you squaring your, because... It's worth noting that uh, he was doing this press conference with the South Korean president. So he might have gone off and uh, if they didn't clarify, he might have gone off and started talking about South Korea's <laughs> semiconductor manufacturing. Or ice cream. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. why this is important because, okay, so like we just said, like it, it isn't abnormal to get a heads up on questions. That's not really the point. The point is the level of control and detail here, right? Like if I did an interview and somebody said, hey, we want to ask you about a specific incident that happened you know, I remember when I went on um, uh, OAN one time, and they, they wanted to talk about the incident with Dave Chappelle. Remember when he got attacked on stage? Yeah. So, so that was it. They were like, hey, you know, you have a law enforcement background. We're going to ask you about the Dave Chappelle incident and see what you think. Got it. You know, you can roll with that because you're there as a subject matter expert. This is completely different. This is, like you said, capitalized you and your. Like, this is verbatim, word for word, who you're going to call on, the reporter, a picture of what they look like, what their name is, what they're going to ask you exactly, and what you're going to say exactly. This is not a man who is leading. This is a man under control of someone else. That's why this is important. Well, and this isn't the first time that it's happened either. So in June, reporters right. captured another cheat sheet at a White House meeting with cabinet members uh, detailing more specific instructions to the president. 
quote, again, capitalized, you enter the Roosevelt room and say hello to participants, the note card said, and you then take your seat. So every step of this guy's day is like directed and being managed by somebody else, which as the president of the United States is, is not an abnormal thing, right? You have advisors all around right. you. People are directing you where to go, but for, but to literally be like, okay, now you sit like, <laughs> well, and even then it doesn't work. I mean, the whole world has watched him stumble around, walk off stage, the wrong direction, forget where he's at. Uh, his mumblings are the best, right? He just mumbles incoherently about who knows what. Yeah. It's, it's really bad. I am, I am honestly totally shocked that people like Democrats, like, like Newsom, right? As he parades around other states telling them how terrible of a job he's doing in California, that he's so like adamantly um, praises and backs Joe Biden for another run. It's it's like shocking to me. That's because he knows whoever is controlling them that that his time is coming. So exactly, they're yeah. all just kind of. I mean, to some extent, they all take a back seat and and wait for the uh, the puppet master to string them up for their their run. So. I mean, really, because honestly, for the Democrats, Joe Biden is the perfect president because oh, they they get to control everything behind the scenes. And he does whatever they tell him because he, he doesn't know where he's at. Or well, and it's it interesting to note, too, on, on that, him being the perfect president, you have to wonder, did, did Kamala push back very early on? Because you don't hear about, about her very often. They tried to push her off onto the, the border. and uh, <laughs> You don't hear about her because she's a national embarrassment. I mean, between well, that's her what cackling I'm saying, and like, really dumb things she says, it's like... Well, that's my point. Like, are they not able to control her completely? So, I mean, she's like a disgusting human either way. I'm not saying that she's like, you know. Remember, on, remember on that right article, side. that story that came out about her own dad who was like, she's a liar. Don't trust her. <laughs> she's lied her whole life. She was born a liar. <laughs> you were born on a, on a throne of lies. What's that? <laughs> I mean, that's pretty bad. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're like, dad, I made it. I'm the vice president. You're a liar. But you get the point. <laughs> you get the point that I'm trying to make. Like she, like she got put yeah. away in a closet very quickly, um, and so I don't know. We'll see what her political future looks like. Uh, I don't know what she does now. Remember, I my favorite thing. It's about the best job, right? You get Kamala. Paid like- <laughs> you, my favorite thing about Kamala is how she she sort of says things without saying anything. You know. Yeah, she just had a big gaffe this week, too. I can't remember what it's it was. It's always something. It's always, like, some repetitive, like, she'll talk about school buses, and she'll be like, there's a bus, and it's yellow, and it's a bus, and it has wheels, and it drives on the road, and it's a bus. <laughs> I mean, you think, you think I'm kidding. That's literally, like, something that she would say on the news. What do you think the second gentleman does all day? I, I don't know. Never I want that job. <laughs> Oh man. Yeah. So anyways, I mean, to the, to the point of this segment here, it's uh it's yet more proof, not that the whole world is laughing up at us already, Yeah. but this is just more proof that you clearly have an individual in uh, leading the most powerful country in the world who is uh, not really all there in the head. He doesn't know where he's at. He has to be verbatim guided every step of the way, both physically and verbally. And he still messes it up. Uh, his guardians are very, very careful about what he says and what he does and where he goes. And, um, you know, he just embarrassingly happened to hold it towards the camera and we got this glimpse of it. And then, you know, another really good point out of this is the LA times. It's like, why would you lie about that? 
Yeah. They had to submit those questions so that they're all in on it, right? The mainstream left-leaning media is just a propaganda machine. That's all they are. They don't report the truth. They don't care about finding the story or discovering what really happened. All they do is align themselves with the party's agenda, like some kind of communist regime, right? And then, of course, you know, when evidence comes out, then they're forced to admit it. And even then, they don't really care. You know what I mean? They don't care because they, they, they're, they're part of the propaganda machine on purpose. It's not like they don't want to be. They want to be. Yeah, well, and the New York or the, the L.A. Times threw it back to the White House and said that uh, that they should go they should go and ask the White House press office why they that they submitted the question that way. I had a true story about the L.A. Times. I don't know if I should tell it. Well, all of our stories are true here at Defining Truth. True story about the L.A. Times. <laughs> I've never told a story about the L.A. Times. Okay, go for it. Okay, so one time. I was, uh, you know, as, as listeners may know, I was a special agent with the Diplomatic Security Service. Do a lot of protection work, things like that. Foreign dignitaries, et cetera. So I was on a very high um, profile foreign dignitary who was going to the LA Times to meet them in the office or in Los Angeles. And uh, they threw a fit about the fact that there were special agents protecting them that had guns. I know. Am I allowed to say that? And uh, they, they didn't want to let us in the building. And it was this big to-do back and forth about who comes in and whatnot. I mean, this is the level of idiocy that the left has stooped to, that they think you know, that the people charged with protecting people uh, shouldn't be allowed in the building because we had firearms. Like, this is America, right? This isn't Trudeau's communist regime or Xi Jinping's Chinese powerhouse <laughs> so what 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 ended up happening i mean i'm guessing you guys went in anyways because yeah happened. we reached some kind of compromise with their security people did uh, you promise as... that your gun wouldn't like jump out of its holster and do something you i said listen I, I i know inanimate objects are scary but we got them holstered <laughs> anyways yeah i don't actually remember the the full like what happened there but obviously we we did the trip and we got in and got out just embarrassing dealing with people that are that um obtuse you know very very ignorant anyways all right well that was a fun little segment on on joe biden's gas uh but uh <clears throat> let's get into something a little bit more serious so the department of justice is challenging a tennessee law prohibiting uh, transition surgeries and hormones for minors it's the governor bill lee signed a bill in march that prohibits transgender surgical procedures and hormonal hormonal treatments for minors which would go into effect uh, on july 1st of this year the DOJ is arguing that the bill violates the 14th Amendment, a.k.a. the Equal Protection Amendment, which states that no state shall make or enforce any law which shall abridge, abridge the privileges or immunities of citizenship of the United States, nor shall any state deprive any person of life, liberty, or property. It goes on, and there's a couple other points. The uh, prosecutor, or the Middle District U.S. Attorney, says that, quote, left unchallenged, it would prohibit transgender children from receiving health care that their medical providers and parents have determined to be medically necessary. In doing so, the law seeks to substitute the judgment of trained medical professionals and parents with that of elected officials and codifies discrimination against children with that of uh, who are already forced far too many obstacles. This bill comes after the Daily Wire revealed that senior figures at the Vanderbilt 
University Medical Center bragged that transgender sur- surgical procedures for minors were, quote, a big moneymaker, which ultimately led the institution to temporarily suspend surgeries. Let's simplify this here for those listening. Um, if, if you weren't aware, Tennessee, you know, very boldly moved to make some of this transgender sexual abuse stuff against children illegal, as they should, as every state in the country should. And now the DOJ, right, this Democrat Biden regime-controlled Department of Justice, it's, it's as we're seeing in hearings, hearings right now, the weaponization of government agencies. And since the government is for the people, by the people, what that means is you're paying for this. Right? So they're using taxpayer money to go after political dissidents. The claim that it has to do with the 14th Amendment is absolutely outrageous. Garbage. Well, I mean, the 14th Amendment, to put it in context, right, it passed in 1866. And the context of it um, was in regarding citizenship to all persons born or naturalized, right? Yeah. So that's what it's about. It so was to it provide talks, citizenship to, to former slaves. And equal protection under the laws. Yeah. It was about making sure that everybody in America gets equal protection under the laws. So, so to take that and manipulate it okay, into somehow saying, you should let us sexually abuse children, mutilate their bodies, cause horrific damage and suffering for the rest of their lives, and, and, and then say it, the 14th Amendment is what tells us we should be able to do that. That is another level of mental illness. It's the exact opposite, actually. The 14th Amendment is why you cannot do this. <laughs> well, the 14th Amendment has absolutely nothing to do with it. I mean, that's... that's but if, to use real. their argument, you right. could flip, very easily flip it the other way. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's pretty disgusting. Uh, it's so funny, too, because, you know, they, they openly talk about their disdain for the Constitution, namely the ones they don't like, you know, the Second Amendment, the First Amendment, which they're consistently violating. Is that this this week uh, Ocasio uh, came out with a tweet or something? She was celebrating, you know, the uh, removal uh, and and silencing of Tucker Carlson, in her words. And uh, what was the quote at the end of her tweet? It was like something like uh, censorship works, works or something, or something yeah. like that. You know, it. I mean, I guess we shouldn't be surprised. I mean, these people are openly telling everyone, you know, we love Marxism. That's, that's progress. we we got to get away from America and capitalism and move towards Marxism. So why are we shocked when they act like our enemies? You know, I, I, don't, I don't understand. I mean, and to, to our point, call to action for the listeners here, is this is why it's important to stay involved in civics. You need to vote. You need to get involved, and you need to care. I heard one person who I actually respect a lot, but I, I really disagree with him on this point this week. I don't need to say who it is, but it's someone a lot of people follow. And he said something to the effect of, you know, and I'll paraphrase here, but something to the effect of you do you and I'll do me, right? He was like, I'll, I'll teach my kids how to act and how to run their life and you do what you want to do and that's, we'll all be fine. And I, I saw tons of people on there like, yeah, that's America. And I just want to be like, no, that's, that's not America. No. That's what's wrong with America. That's how we got to where we are today. Yeah, you don't need to do you. You need to think that uh, your, your actions and your leadership should lead to a healthy society. You, you cannot, you can, this isn't the zombie apocalypse. We need a healthy, a healthy, functioning society. The only reason we're a first world country, as compared to many that are not, is because of the institutions that we maintain. 
And those institutions, like education, like uh, you know, fighting corruption, education, law enforcement, the list goes on and on. They only exist when members of society maintain them. So it's not sufficient enough for you to just disappear up into the mountains and teach your kids the right way. You need to advocate for all children in this country to be taken care of and be taught proper history and to love their country. Those things do matter. No, I think quite the opposite, that far too many people have uh, gone down the whole you do you and you do me. And, and, and in a way, it's, it's buying into one of the biggest lies on the left, which is that there's no such thing as right or wrong, right? They, they believe that morality is individual. And, of course, we fundamentally reject that. Uh, there is good, and as many of us know, there is great evil in the world. So you, you have to take a stand, right? If, if there is the existence of evil, and I'm talking to somebody who thinks maybe, you know, that buys into that whole you do you thing. If you think that evil exists, then how is standing idly by a good thing to do? It's the only way that evil continues is when you, you do you, quote unquote, and disappear into the mountains. Um, anyways, uh, DOJ, you know, we kind of got off track there, but uh, long story short, DOJ is coming back hard. They're trying to go after Tennessee now, and uh, I don't think it's going to work. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a desperate attempt. I mean, pulling the 14th Amendment to, for this is absolutely ridiculous. So anyways, um, let's move into the last segment here. We're going to talk about the border and uh, a whistleblower from the Department of Homeland Security. Uh, Brandon, I'll let you read it in, but this is going to be very interesting. Yeah, so Tara Lee Rodas is a Health and Human Services whistleblower that testified in front of Congress that she believes the U.S. is a middleman in a human trafficking operation. She testified before the House Judiciary Subcommittee on Immigration Integrity, Security, and Enforcement about what she experienced on the ground when she was detailed with HHS at an emergency intake site in Pomona, California. Uh, she thought that she was going to help place children in loving homes and instead discovered that children are being, and this is, uh, this is her saying this, that children are being trafficked through a sophisticated network that begins with recruiting in the home country, smuggling to the U.S. border, and then uh, ends at the Office of Refugee Resettlement where they deliver a child to a sponsor, um, some of which she says are criminals and traffickers and members of transnational criminal organizations who view children as commodities and assets to be used for earning income. And uh, she attributes this to why we are witnessing an explosion of labor trafficking. So the government now is a willing participant in human trafficking. The Biden administration specifically, because uh, I also have some numbers here. In fiscal year 2020, there was 33,000 unaccompanied migrant children arriving at the U.S. border. Now, so far in the year 2023, just this year so far, there's already 70,000, and last year we saw 152,000. So you're talking about five, six times the amount of unaccompanied migrant children arriving at the border today than the previous administration. So let's put this into simple terms. The Democrats take control, right? They lie to the American people about the border. They make it all about immigration, when anyone that works in that area knows it's not about immigration, it's about crime, national security, dangerous drugs, killing Americans like fentanyl. 
But the Democrats get in control. Biden's in office. They lie to people, and they open the border. And we see this massive surge in human trafficking, obviously, because they told the whole world that anyone who believes in keeping your country safe is a racist. So traffickers, cartels, word gets out, hey, the Democrats are in power again. They love it. They love when Democrats are in power because they get to traffic more children. So the Biden administration makes these public servants. And by the way, I'm going to talk in a second. I have a source inside Border Patrol and uh, some other agencies there under the DHS umbrella. As you know, I spent many years working in the government, and I got a lot of people that uh, are talking to me right now about what's going on, right? One in particular, I just had a long conversation today about what's happening at the border. It's way worse than even what you see on the news. Yeah. And you know why that really bothers me? Because a lot of these guys, these, these Border Patrol agents, DHI, DHS, HSI guys, CBP, these guys are public servants. They're, 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 member, they're American citizens who willingly put their lives on the line to keep America safe, to protect people, to rescue people in many cases. And the Marxists in the Biden regime are standing on the backs of America's heroes to manipulate American citizens, to push their political agenda, and to traffic little children. So to be clear, what, what occurred here is um, you see this massive, like Brandon just read off these numbers, right? So in 2020, there was 33,000 unaccompanied migrant children at the border. Just so far this year, like you said, 70,000. Last year's total was 152,000. And so what this big whistleblower thing is, where did all these kids go? So what the whistleblower is saying is that as soon as the Biden administration made the border a free-for-all, um, these trafficking organized criminal groups figured out how to take advantage of the Democrat position on the border to facilitate the trafficking of human beings. And so what she's alleging is that the government knows that these children are not going to loving homes that are welcoming them in. They're going to traffickers who receive their, what I'm going to go into in a second, what's called the north side fee. You have the south side and the north side, right? You have to pay to get smuggled and you have to pay when you arrive up north. The government is facilitating the smuggling portion of the bodies. So the cartels get the money, they commit the crime, down south, they bring them to the border. Biden admin takes over, traffics the children to the pickup points where the quote-unquote sponsors take the kids, and then they traffic them into a variety of things, as we saw testimony um, uh, just recently in the House Judiciary and the Intel Committee talking to Mayorkas, who is a complete disaster. He's a clown. And they're asking him, do you know what these colored wristbands mean? Because the cartels are putting wristbands on little children to determine their purpose, age, sex trade, prostitution, etc. And Mayorkas says, oh, I, I don't know what those are. How could you not know? Any reporter worth their salt knows what those wristbands are. Everybody knows what they are. And you're telling me you're leading the Department of Homeland Security and you don't know what's happening? I don't buy it. And that's what the whistleblower is coming forward to say and let me point out, too, this is par the course for what Democrats do. Every time they allow their emotionalism, their insane Marxist ideologies, which never match reality, to play out in real life, people suffer because of it. An, a, a great example, other than what they're doing at the border, very similar, was, is what 
happened with EDD. So I was working still investigations at the time when uh, the government was giving millions and millions of dollars worth of EDD, free money to people, right? You could max out the card. Department of Labor was inundated in criminals who immediately saw that you could manipulate the Democrats because they just want to give your money away, right? It's redistribution of wealth. They're, they're communists. So you could just go on the website, you fill out a thing, and you'd get thousands and thousands of dollars to the point where they'd send you, they, they had a partnership with Bank of America. They would send you an ATM card, you get your card, and you could max withdrawal every month, free money. So what do these organized crime groups do? Great, Democrats are in control. Let's go get our free money. So they created thousands of accounts. I personally was involved in a federal investigation, which I'll try to leave you know specific details out, but it was, it was concerning EDD fraud to the tune of millions of dollars. And many, many people were victimized. I believe the loss now, the defrauding, is up in the billions of dollars. In California alone, it was uh, like 65, $65 million dollars or something in total loss. And let me just say, the government doesn't lose money. That's your money. That's taxpayer money that they were willingly giving away because they're ignorant at their, uh, of, of reality. They're terrible at their jobs. It's everything the Democrats touch, they destroy. Well, it, it's interesting, too, to note that before this, California had a budget surplus. Now uh, Newsom is saying we have a budget deficit. No kidding. They can't, yeah, they can't afford, they can't they account for billions of dollars. So they're doing the same thing at the border, right? It's a, yet another uh, reckless and irresponsible Marxist program that is completely based on these fantasy, crazy leftist ideas. They're insane, and they're hurting our country and the American people. So they're doing it at the border, right, because they, they take children like Ocasio, right, and, and they have these weird ideas like the border should just be open. There's no bad guys in the world, and so they open it, and you have this flood of fentanyl, the number one killer of Americans in the country. You have a flood of human trafficking, and, and let's not even start on foreign intelligence operatives. It used to be kind of a hard thing to get a spy into a foreign country legitimately. Now all you have to do is go to the border. We will help you get legitimate status. So according to one source that I was just talking to today, I, I want to go over some of this stuff for you. So the current process, this is, this is fresh as of right now. The current process is uh, these guys, they get, they get 42. It's, it's just a term meaning they, they catch them, okay? They roll their prints. And uh, they see if they're felons, and then they kick them over the wall. That's the process right now with the mass flood of individuals coming across. So you can imagine how that doesn't catch, like, foreign terrorist organizations, uh, KSTs, you know, IRGC folks in Iran, Russian intel people, Chinese intel people. Uh, the, the, the list goes on and on of people that oppose U.S. interests around the world. All they have to do is not have had a felony that's going to pop up on record, and they get a pass. The whole process, according to this source, takes about three hours. And uh, that's if they're caught, right? And then when he, what, what he means by they kick them over the walls, they, they send them back south. So what, then what he goes on to tell me is that they just try over and over and over again. They just recycle until they get away with it because there's no, there's no consequence. They can't do anything. Um, and, and the reason they can't stop is because the cartels, which are on the south side, they won't let them stop trying because of those two fees we talked about. There's a south side feed and there's a north side feed. So 
The north side of the cartel doesn't get their money unless the person makes it there. So by the time they finally make it there, they're completely robbed, out of cash, out of money, but they have to, oh, they have to pay somehow, some way. So uh, a lot of uh, men become smugglers, load drivers, moving drugs, and a lot of women become prostitutes and sex slaves. This is from a source inside Border Patrol. So what's really nuts, and let me tell you how the Biden administration plays into this, because they're not ignorant. They know what they're facilitating. They know what they're causing at the southern border. So there is a thing, right, that they have called capacity requirements and um, in, their, in the Border Patrol holding cells, according to a court injunction, by the way, that aliens uh, that have been caught are considered not in custody. That's how they're getting around the detention at first. Um, we make them, you know, uh, considered in custody when, uh, after a certain period of time. So basically to avoid the court injunction of not holding people at the border, they catch them and they try to figure out what's going on before they label them as in custody. Um, so what they do to get around the in custody thing is they OR them. Now you may have heard about that on the news. That just means on your own reconnaissance, which means, you promised to come back. So the current process as of today, right now, is even when people are detained and caught, remember, if, if they have a felony or not, they kick them over the wall and then they just try again. But for all the, all the regular people, migrants or whatever, or, or individuals who are smarter than your average felon, members of terrorist organizations, intel people, you know, people wishing to do America harm that aren't necessarily going to pop on a felony, they get released into the country on their own reconnaissance. Um, they give them an arbitrary court date, according to my source, to come back in two to three years. And uh, then they release them into the public with the only condition that they show up three years later on their court date. And there's no monitoring of, of these individuals over the three-year period? or No, that's, that's where the Democrats come back into play. So Biden told ICE that they can't go after people in the interior, meaning in the United States, only right. on the border. So they release them, and then they're barred legally by the Democrats from maintaining any sort of accountability or finding them even if they don't show up. There's no enforcement method. They're not allowed to. And as you know, I know from personal experience, uh, when I was in local law enforcement here in California, the Democrats under Obama worked really hard to strip the relationship between ICE and local law enforcement. I mean, this is their job, is to protect people and keep the country safe. If it's illegal to skirt the appropriate process that we have set up to keep Americans safe, if you want to violate those laws, sneak in. And, and well, I don't understand why the Democrats think it should be illegal for ICE to do their job. Well, because they lose billions of dollars. <laughs> they lose billions of dollars. They're clearly involved in human trafficking, and a lot of it comes back to voting as well, which we can get into some other time. So basically what this means, according to my source, is that for two to three years, they're just waiting in country, and they are legally, quote, in status. So the Biden administration is providing legal status to people who illegally enter the country and then telling law enforcement, don't look for them, don't go after them, don't hold them accountable. 
Now, why this is important, because I think in their fantasy land, it, it's just all like regular people just trying to have a better life, right? They're obviously completely ignoring the sex trade, human trafficking, fentanyl. Uh, the, the, the criminal aspect and national security aspect is tremendous. It is way more than what the news is even showing the general public. And it's about to get worse. So according to my source, who will remain unnamed, in May, uh, and I'm sure this will go public you know, pretty soon, that, um, let me read this so I don't, so I don't mess it up, but the, the, the uh, title, what's the title, Brandon? Title 42. It's going to end, right? Once Title 42 ends, the border is going to be wide open. It's supposed to end in May, although it was supposed to end last May, so they're going for another try at it. I guess it was in the courts for a while. So according to my source, he says, once, once the word gets out to the world that uh, Biden's pushing to do this in May, the already record level of, of illegal immigration will absolutely explode. And uh, if you don't think America's enemies are tracking and aware of this, you're just ignorant. Well, yeah, I mean, it's, it's clear from the, the unaccompanied migrant children numbers that we're already, there's already been 70,000 so far this year, and we're only four months in. That's, that's half the total of all of last year. So it's continually rising. I mean, at some point, you have to ask yourself, right, if you're voting for these, these Democrats, like, whose side are you on? Like, do you want to suffer? Do you want to destroy your country? Can you not think about these issues soberly as an adult? I, I would just ask listeners here to don't be swayed and, and swept away by emotionalism. Think like a mature, wise individual. We can say that we want a legal process for people to immigrate here. That's good. Yeah. We want that. Always has been. You can also say that completely violating our laws and destroying the protection measures that this country has is probably bad. I don't understand how that's so difficult to grasp. But clearly the Democrats have a lot to gain by all of this fraudulent activity. Now, last point, according to my source, a recent internal memo from the Department of Homeland Security Secretary is laying out steps. DHS is going to create in-country processing centers to facilitate their journey illegals journey here to apply for that relief uh, explained under the, the whole, uh, you know, come back in two or three years program. Um, they're going to open offices in Colombia and Guatemala, I believe. And basically we're becoming the smugglers now. So we are going to facilitate the movement uh, from countries in South America into the United States what, and, and, and what I don't hear a lot about is why, just like with EDD, right? They, the Democrats wanted to give tons of free money away, of your money, and they gave it away indiscriminately to criminals and, and uh, Bureau of Prison inmates represented a large portion of those receiving thousands of dollars, drug dealers, gang members. They indiscriminately gave money away under the guise of we wanted to quote-unquote help people. And then when you come back and you say, but your stupid decisions led to billions of dollars in law, uh, loss and fraud and waste and abuse. And they're and, like, and more crime. Oh, right? but don't, don't, you can't tell me that. You're a bigot. Yeah. So here, and here's what the whistleblower is saying in regards to the border, that now we have the same thing, right? They're virtue signaling about quote-unquote helping people. And now we're showing them the evidence 
saying, hey, you're quote unquote, you know, helping people is actually facilitating the sex trade and drug trafficking and the and the murder and rape of minors all along the border and into the United States. And what do they say? Oh, well, you, you must be a racist if you oppose our open border policy. This is infuriating. Absolutely infuriating. One of the ideas, uh, according to my source, on creating these processing centers in other countries is that they don't have to place their lives in the hands of smugglers and take the dangerous journey. So, see, they, they're, they're in their arrogance, they're unwilling to admit that they're hurting and that they have hurt and damaged the United States. So what they're going to try to do is placate the American voter and say, well, we're just going to fly down there and pick them up. With, without realizing, right, if you put two and two together, all you're doing is facilitating the journey. Well, yeah, because the problem doesn't end at the border. I mean, no. this, this woman's experience that she's testifying about happened in Pomona, which is almost, what, two, three hours from the southern border? It, it happens on either end. What yeah. she's saying, here, here's the criminal operation. So, uh, cartels and, and organized crime groups take money from people. That's step one. Step two is the American government lets people in. Step three is the criminals take over again on this side and they traffic people. So there is no traffic operation if the government would do their job. That's the point. And the Democrats know this. And in my opinion, they need to be held accountable. This is, by the way, why we need people to run. Now, Brandon, you and I have talked quite a bit. We have election season coming up. Uh, campaigning is uh, beginning now, basically. And let me just tell you something. You need people who are informed, who are not afraid of Democrats or their talking points, who are engaged. We need candidates who are engaged in the culture war, who understand right and wrong and are willing to stand up and tell people the truth. That's the kind of representatives that we need in government right now. We don't need squishy rhinos on the Republican side, and we don't need crazy left-wing Marxists. We need people who have common sense, who can think through a problem and provide a solution that works to keep people safe, to ensure their freedom, and to advance the American dream. And listen, this is a message to, you know, everyone, I guess. Candidates and their character and what they're willing to do are very important. You know, you can't just, gone are the days where you go down a list and you just vote for somebody because of the letter next to their name. Especially here in California, we've learned that many of those people end up being Democrats. You know, you think you're voting for a Republican and they end up switching because they don't believe in anything. There's a lot of people who don't really believe in anything and they play the game. What we need now are people who believe, who have values, who believe in America, who believe that um, our country should be defended and protected, and also care for, for the average person and defend the Constitution and American freedoms like free speech and the Second Amendment. We need representatives that are willing to go to bat and fight for America and call it like it is. So, you know, keep that in your pocket as we move into the next couple years. You're going to hear a lot of lies, no doubt. The Democrats are going to have to pull all the big guns out to defend their um, walking skin bag, Joe Biden, who clearly is not all there in the head. I don't know what they have inside him or what kind of drugs prop him up to live every day, but they're going to have to pull out the big guns here to convince people to vote for this guy who's clearly not all there in the head. So I'm sure you're going to hear all kinds of nonsense. But um, now's the time to get involved because, as we said before, our country cannot afford people saying, 
you do you, I'll do me anymore. It's not going to work. You won't have a you to do if the country devolves into Marxism. You understand that, right? You're talking about an ecosystem of institutions that are all required to give you the life that we now have. Americans have lived off the benefits, the sweat and the blood of Americans in the past. And we've, we've lived in this sort of Disneyland environment for a long time now. Many, many Americans, unfortunately, especially the younger generation, have just flat out forgotten what it takes to have a free country and all the benefits that come with that. They're led astray uh, by leftist lies and propaganda that's pretty easily refutable if you just take a few minutes and research it yourself. So the border is completely out of control. It is uh, wide open, sad to say. This is public knowledge, and uh, the flood will continue to increase. We'll stay in touch with our sources out there and uh, try to get you the most up-to-date information as we continue. All of that today is fresh, uh, in-the-moment info, so good to have. Um, as always, subscribe, follow, and share. Uh, we really need more people to subscribe and follow. That's a great way to show your support here at Defining Truth. We're on Instagram, of course. Uh, you can listen to the podcast on Apple, Spotify, or watch live on YouTube. It's on Google Podcasts as well and Amazon. But uh, do me a favor and share the information. We have some very interesting guests coming up in the near future. We're going to keep bringing you the most up-to-date and relevant information. Brandon, you have any closing thoughts? Nope. Till next week. Short episode. But we'll see you guys next week. See you guys next week.